This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. If you haven't already, make sure you go to the App Store or go to Google Play and download the Bass Parlor app today. What the Bass Parlor app does is allow you to handpick your music team. So if you need an artist, audio engineer, producer, you know, instrumentalist, songwriter, whatever you need to complete your music project, you can find and connect with them on the Bass Parlor app. So if you haven't already, make sure you go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Bass Parlor app. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Parlor Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens. And today, our special guest is a producer and artist out of North Atlanta, Snook Nasty. What up, Snook? Hey, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm glad you can join us here today. Uh, definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First of all, I'll listen to a lot of your beats and I'll listen to your album, the new album that just came out, 28 Nasty. You just released that mm-hmm. recently, right? Yeah, I released it on my birthday. So that was January 31st. Okay. Okay. So a couple months ago, um, mm-hmm. bangers on there, man. I like the album a lot. You got some serious bangers on there, man. Like a couple of my favorite ones. You got one called Jay's Track. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that one a lot, man. I like yeah. that one a lot. Then you started off strong. You got one called How I Did It. It's a second, it's a second track on there. And I was like, okay, you started off real strong. Okay, I like that. It, that was like the most recent one I did like this year. All the rest, like mm-hmm. the majority of that album was like from 2019. Like when I was out doing shows every day and I knew I wanted right. to make an album. Mm-hmm. And then I made like How I Did It, uh, Been Thinking About You. And I forgot one more we made like recent as in like December up until January. But everything else was just sitting because I did I wanted to release it right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now it sounds it sounds really good, man. And it's really well produced. I know you produced it, so it's really well produced and engineered. But also you got some really good artists on there too, man. You got some really you feature a lot of really great artists in you know in addition to you rapping. Um how do you what's your way of connecting with different artists and meeting people to work with? Uh, well, like my main source of income right now, besides selling beats, I work at a studio called 442 Studios. Okay. So I'm here. So in there all day. Or I met a lot of the artists that were on the project from like growing up with them or going okay. to school. I went to MTSU. So okay. it's just a lot of networking, a lot of like building those relationships. Cause I was like, if this will be my album, then I have to get like, the best, you know, the closest people to me that can really put something on there that can bring something to the table. Right. Now that makes sense. So you, you kind of handpicked them, handpicked you. I want you on this. I want you on this. That's that's the way to do it, yeah. man. And it shows it shows in the album, man. It shows Appreciate in the album. So that, that's really good. So let's go back all the way to the beginning. Did you come from a musical household with your parents in the music? How'd you get started into uh, into production? Uh, well, my mom used to like sing and stuff, and like. When I was little, she said I used to like the way she would put me to sleep is like we would ride around and she would just okay. have the music up loud and either I'll sing along or I'll fall asleep. But she knew at a certain time, like eight, nine o'clock, if she took that drive with me, I'll mm-hmm. fall asleep. And it's just like I grew up in the house with just my mom, my grandma and my three aunts. Okay. So I was like first grandbaby, you know, so right. they all their music going on and listening to different things so i guess that's where it's from but it was really like middle school i wanted to i was making like parody songs like when soldier boy was out 
Like, mm-hmm. he was making fun of, like, all the big clothes and the glasses and stuff. <laughs> but I ended up really liking, like, recording music. So it just stuck. Okay. okay. And, and starting out, did you did you start out? So you started out writing first, or, you know, as a lyricist? Or you started out doing production first and kind of slid into uh, to rhyming? Oh, definitely writing first. I was... Okay. I started uh, producing probably in my my freshman year of high school. I, okay. I had played around with it, but I started taking it more serious, like 2007. That was like my freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, at that point, it was like sound click and stuff. And we were just getting beats from there. But I was like, right. I was a freshman. I didn't have a job or nothing. So I was like, I can't afford to be buying beats. Right. So I started making them and then. I really fell in love with that more than rapping, really. Yeah, yeah, because you can really show your creativity on a whole different level, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so I was looking at your, your IG post, and I used to produce back in the day, and so I, I grew up with a lot of hardware-type stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I saw I remember the transition to more software stuff, like when the FL Studio, back then, Fruity Loops came out and, and stuff like that. Um, but looking at your, you know, look at your post, it seems like you like that hardware feel too when you're producing, you know? Definitely. Like I'm sitting beside it right now. I don't know if you can see it. Uh-huh. I just buying stuff, you know? It's it's like a kid when you get a new toy or something. But yep, it's like, yep. I don't like being limited. Even though the software isn't limiting, it's mm-hmm. like something about actually touching the button and touching where you want to move something. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, Yeah, it's a whole different thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a whole different feel. I mean, uh, one thing for me that I liked about it was it's less of a of a thought process, you know. Exactly. It's less of yeah, exactly. having to do you can, yeah. you can just get on there and start making something real quick, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's like you think of a thought, and it's like it might not be the perfect sound at first, but you can get the pattern and you can switch right. that with a click of a button, as opposed to doing all the little shortcuts on the computer, and you know, right. it's right. instant. Mm-hmm. keep the keep the juices flowing man just keep it going yeah. so that's a good thing so what's as a producer what's your creation process you usually like to start with drums first melody first how do you usually build a build a beat uh it well i would say it changes day by day but the flow pattern usually is typically the same like sometimes i'll get loops from like splice or something chop it up mm-hmm. but mo- the majority of the time since i got the machine and the uh, control keyboard with it like right. they'll put things in key for me. So like I could play an instrument and it'll be like on key and sound right. So I usually make my loops on there and make pretty much the majority of the beat on machine. And then like once I have that loop tracked out, I put it on logic. So it's just okay. waves and I'll fine tune everything. And cause I hate uh sequencing on machine because it's just a headache sometimes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And then also, like that's the production side, but you as an artist, um, mm-hmm. has that artist been able to influence you as a producer and vice versa? Have you been able to kind of feed off the, the different oh, sides of yeah? Uh like has a particular artist like I work with or anything? No, you as an artist, you as an artist, have you been oh. able to like yeah? So has a, has your artist influenced your production? Has your production influenced your being an artist at all? Uh it goes hand in hand. So it's like when I started making beats, I was trying to make beats that I was going to rap on anyway, like because mm-hmm. I was rapping at first, like I would try to emulate the ones that I picked. But then when I started producing more, 
I would sort of create a feel or I might go right and then come back and create something to that feeling. Okay. Okay. And so yeah. you, you, you kind of produce, you can produce around what you know you want the feel in the song to be that you already wrote the lyrics to something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Have you always, uh, have you always done it like that? Or has something that's changed as you progressed as an artist and a producer? Uh, it changed as I went. Cause usually I would sort of have like two different mindsets when it came mm-hmm. to creating but then when i started like working with other artists they would like you know i write for them or you know like help them with how they want to say certain things and you know right. but that's that's what comes with like when i engineer for somebody they're like man i haven't had somebody that engineers like this it's right. like because artists first so i'm like i can tell you exactly okay i would say it like this you know just depending on who it is you know right but it's it grows like now it's sort of like a singular mindset. Like if I'm going to create, then the beat might take 15 minutes and the writing might take 30 or vice versa. The beat might take two hours if I'm really getting intricate and I can write right. something simple and repetitive, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's tight. I mean, it seems it's seamless at that point, you know? You can exactly. you don't have to spend time and separate your mind in two different, you know, categories yeah. or whatever. So that's, that's really tight, man. That's really tight. So, um... Think back over the past, I'll say past couple years, you know, and you've, you know, you've been at it as an artist and as a producer for a long time. Over the past couple years, you know, what's one or two lessons that you've learned that you've implement that you can implement now that you wish you had known back then? Uh, just to be unbiasedly like, basically, if it's your first thought, you're right. Don't overthink and second guess or because I like dropped out of school so many times before I finally graduated in 2019, you know, because I would have one foot in the music and one foot out. But then in reality, I graduated college and ended up doing music full time. But I could have been doing music full time if I had the focus and I was, you know, I could have been in school and doing music full time if I wanted to. But I was just so scared. Sometimes you just have to take that leap. And two years ago, me, that was around the time where that leap started to happen. And it was sort of, it was to a point where I didn't really have a choice at that point. It's like, you're going to do this pretty much because dead end jobs and stuff. The only thing that was keeping me afloat money wise was music. So, right, right. That's that's really good advice, man. You got to commit to it. You got to commit to it. It's like one of my favorite sayings is if you want to take the island, you got to burn the boats. You know, yep. you, you, you can't have a plan B. You got to go for it, you know? Exactly. Now it's paying the bills and everything. It's new opportunities every day. And it's just going up. And it's like, I see it. You know, it was it was hard when you see the where you want to go, but you don't see it happening so fast. But now right. when you process and you start to appreciate the process of getting to where you are, it, mm. it means a lot. It makes a lot of sense, you know? Definitely, man. Definitely. And you have you have great music on on top of all that. It's top of the, the hustle and the grind that you're going through, that you're doing. So Appreciate I mean that that adds to it. Yes, sir. Lastly, um, just let us know what you got going on for 2021. What you got planned? Uh 2021, I'm trying to get all of my artists that I've been working with, like get them to a better platform individually. And I want to drop more because in the last years, I, I wasn't really dropping. I was sort of just fine-tuning and, like, working behind the scenes on a lot. But I want to drop more as an artist, too. Because okay. I have, like, one or two projects already ready. But it's just timing, you know. 
Okay. Okay. I just want to be more consistent and in people's face a lot more this year. All right. Sounds good, man. I mean, let us know when you release it, man, because we definitely want to hear it. We definitely want to hear it, man. All right. Uh, once again, Snook, I appreciate joining us here today. Everybody, this is a, a producer, artist out of North Atlanta. Really talented. Snook Nasty. Man, Snook, thanks again, man. All right. Thank you.